Welcome to the Empowered Podcast with Deanna Merlino, a personal development show where I will be sharing with you just how to transform yourself into the best version of you, both inside and out. From fitness and nutrition to business and positive mindset work, I'll be showing you exactly how to live your best life. I'll be keeping it as real and raw as it gets. So get ready to peel back the layers and really transform yourself under the surface because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. So I have a really fun addition to utilize as a source that I would love for you guys to do at the start of your day, every single day to just keep you on track, help you with your goals, really get you into a positive mindset every single morning, because what we do in the morning is how we are going to shape our entire day. I have this fancy little sheet that I'm calling Day by Design. And it's an editable PDF that you're going to be able to fill out even as your day goes on if you need to. Some of it is meant to be for you to do as your day goes on. And some of the things that are in there are going to be the mood that you're feeling for the day, tracking your exercise, your water intake, and your meals, You're going to write what you're grateful for, your schedule, your goals, your get-to-do list, because I don't like to say to-do list or have-to-do, a money tracker, and just keeping everything in one place for what you need to do today, tomorrow, and for all the days so that you can make sure that you stay on track and have the best day that you can. So in order for you guys to get this, I'm going to have you go to my website, which is www.deannamerlinofit.com. And you're going to get asked to sign up for a newsletter that you will then get this in exchange for free. So super easy. You don't have to do anything but sign up. And after that, you'll get a quick little welcome letter. And then once a month, I will send out a newsletter that is going to keep you guys up to date with me. So you can just get to see the ins and outs of what's going on in the life of Deanna Merlino and the Empowered Podcast. Can't wait for you guys to utilize this and just can't wait to see you guys sharing it on social media as well hitting your goals, helping others do it as well. Please take advantage of this. It will definitely be fun for everyone involved. Welcome back, my Empowered fam. I am so excited for today because I have a really amazing guest who also doubles as one of my very best friends. So today we have Brittany Dunbar. You guys have actually heard me talk about her a couple times on the podcast. Um, But before we dive in, let me just go ahead and get her introduced. So Brittany is a certified posture therapist with the Egoscue Method. Hopefully I said that right. A dog mom, an avid home cook and baker, and a lover of everything woo-woo. She started her health and wellness journey 12 years ago when her dad got into an accident that left him paralyzed. Through a lot of ups and downs, she felt the need to share her journey and all that she has learned along the way. So she is now the co-founder of the Empowered Spiritual Retreats in Elgaville, New York, which um, I am the other half of that co-founding. So that is our retreats, um, which we are obviously going to dive into. But Brittany, thank you so much for being here today. I'm here. Yay. This is my very first podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Honestly, when I asked you, I was like, why haven't I done this sooner? Um, But it just (laughs) felt right now that we had the retreat and we had to talk about it and all the things. So I have a feeling today is just going to go in a lot of directions. Before um, we got started, we were already starting to get to our like laughy self. So I'm like, let's just start. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's 
blood Let's flowing. just get it going. Okay. Is there anything else that you just want to like introduce yourself with or just jumping right in? So Deanna gave everyone a little synopsis. I am a posture therapist. I've been doing that for about nine years now. And I really dove deep into the health and wellness field once I got into posture therapy. And I kind of just fell into it as most things happen (laughs) when you're meant to do. And my girlfriend at the time was working at another clinic And my boss was opening up our location in Newport Beach, California. And she's like, I need someone like you who's fun and bubbly that can talk to people that's happy. And she's like, actually, my friend Brittany needs a job. And so I met her and she hired me on the spot. And I've been with her ever since. And the type of people that come in there and the stories that you hear, I mean, it's hard not to get into the health and wellness field and just like go deep dive into it. And so that's kind of how I started in posture. Um, But to go back a little further, my dad did get in an accident about 12 years ago that left him paralyzed. He thankfully is still with us today, um, working hard on himself every single day. And he is literally like my hero Mm -hmm. to see what he's overcome. I mean, Dude is freaking Superman. I don't know how he does all that he does and just overcomes everything. So that's just beautiful in itself to like have someone that I look at and talk to every single day that is strong as hell and teach me so much about life and your body and to like really cherish your body and to be grateful for just life itself and to celebrate it every single day. And so I'm like, I'm really, really grateful as much as it sucks that, you know, my dad can't walk anymore and I can't do some of those things with him. I'm actually really grateful that it did happen in a way because I wouldn't be who I am today and I wouldn't have gone down the path that I did, even though as hard as it was for me um, to be able to learn all that I've had and how much I love myself now and how much gratitude I have for myself, my body, my life, my husband, my family, the food that I eat, the house that I have. Like, it's just, you know, it's really changed my life for the better. And I I went into a little deep depression there for a second. um, And I really picked myself up and I put a lot of my tools to use that I've, I've learned over the last 12 years Um, And here I am today. And we started a retreat business together because all of it, too, you know. It's really awesome to listen to you talk about all this, too, because I am able, I'm fortunate enough to be able to say, like, that is literally you authentically in a nutshell like that you have always been that bubbly person and even still to this day like I always know that I can come to you and you're gonna pick me up out of whatever I'm going through like you're just a ball of sunshine (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I'm just a natural cheerleader we did cheerlead together and it fit me very well because just I'm a cheerleader every single day (laughs) like you're definitely someone that you want in your corner that's for sure Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. really cool to hear you say too that your dad is your hero because just knowing the story like I do, I feel like he would probably say that you're one of his heroes. Like you really are there with him every step of the way and do so much work on your end to try and help with healing too. So it's like really cool to see you guys both 
you know, going through it together in your own ways. Mm -hmm. And we've definitely bonded over that too. As I learn about life and a lot of the woo-woo things and things that you can use to heal yourself, I will give him those to see if it works for him too. And he's totally open to it. Like he meditates all the time. Like he's moving his body. He's nourishing his body. And that wasn't really him before. He was a workhorse. And he like literally worked himself to like almost death. Like his accident was at a work event. Um, and so it was a huge ass wake up call. Wow. And he, he's, he figured it out. He didn't really have a choice, but he figured yeah. it out. That's so crazy. It's also just wild to hear like when you said it in that way that you're almost like grateful that this happened. Like most people don't, would never say something like that, but I just know you're at another level and it kind of just like fits into what I'm always talking about, about being grateful for your journey and like every bad thing that happens to you, there is a purpose. Like there is a reason it happened. There's a lesson that comes out of it and you can choose to either dwell in the sadness and that depression that you hit which a lot of people do, or you can choose to do something with it. And you chose to, you know, dive in and heal yourself and better yourself and in turn decided to better other people. So it's just really cool for it to come full circle. Mm -hmm. And I did dwell on it Mm -hmm. for a little while. Like I didn't grieve. I did not grieve for probably about five years and I got very sick, Um, especially when uh, to go like down another path, because I want to get into this as mm-hmm. well. My period was off. My hormones were off. I did not feel good at all. I knew something was wrong and I didn't know. And all the doctors told me everything looks good. Ugh. Your tests look good. Your uterus looks great. Like we don't see anything wrong. I'm like, but I feel like shit. <laughs> what is wrong with me? And so that's where I started to see like an applied kinesiologist. I started to get, see a naturopath. I started to see energy workers. I saw someone that does Reiki. Like I started meditating. I was thankfully doing posture and like moving my body that way to move around the stagnant energy too. Um, and the missing piece was grieving Mm. to allow myself to feel feel those feelings just especially with my dad but uh, uh, what came up was like my entire life and how I never felt my feelings and I'm still going through that but now I know when I don't feel good one day and I'm like okay what's really going on like is this from my childhood is this now is this someone else's energy and so a big piece is feeling your feelings Mm -hmm. and grief you know um And so I finally, after five years, started crying about my dad. And um, and that's when I started the up and up for sure. I think so many people first before I lose this, because we do this all the time where we'll be talking and stuff will come in and then I just like forget. (laughs) But I I just want to say we talk every single day, but everything you're saying right now is just like hitting different. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially with my dad, like I don't grieve enough. And I've been trying to work on that. Like sometimes I keep saying I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But like, I know I'm not fine. Like I know I think I'm fine, but it's because I'm keeping myself busy. And that's not, 
that's not healing. That's not grieving. That's not facing it, which I am so big on. Um, and I actually, I th- was it yesterday, something upset me. Oh, um, my son was had a, the cutest picture with um, his grandpa, Russ's father-in-law and, or yeah, stepfather and my father-in-law. And it just like hit me really hard that like Christopher is not going to get to do that with my dad. And I read something recently that was kind of like when you lose someone or, and it doesn't even have to be death. It can be a relationship or the same, like with your, your change in this relationship with you and your dad, when you're grieving, you don't just grieve the loss of them. You also grieve their loss as well. Like I kept thinking like my dad's missing out on so much. And normally I would just find something to like, okay, moving on. Let me distract myself. I told Russ, I'm going to go in the shower and I'm going to cry. And that was like the first time I've really just like acknowledged that you need to acknowledge the grief too. You need to face the grief. Like I will face all the things. Britt knows that. But like grief, I just like, I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. And like, I'm not fine. And it's okay to not be fine. It's okay to feel those things. So I'm really glad that you just brought that up because it's a nice reminder for me as well. Mm -hmm. And I would say, I mean, especially being a mom and a wife, a business owner, you have a house to take care of. Like, it is about balance too. Like you can't just grieve everything for like two weeks straight and cry on the couch. Like you definitely have to like take care of your like business and yourself Mm -hmm. too. So it's like, it's kind of like making that time for yourself to like, you know, I'm going to take a second and I'm going to go cry in the shower. Mm -hmm. Whether they don't know and don't understand how important it is, or they just are afraid to feel the pain. Like it's okay to feel pain. It's important to feel pain. It's important to feel sadness. It's important to feel through these things and then be able to get back. Like you just said, find balance. Like you have to go through it to grow. You have to you have to grow through it, I guess I'll say. So that's just like, yeah, it's really important for everyone listening to know that it's okay to grieve and hurt and be sad and feel the things and then pick yourself back up and then do it all over again both of them. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, to continue on with my um, fertility, which I'm going through like very much so the last two years, like I've processed a lot about my childhood and my parents, their divorce now and all that went down with that. It's like, now's the time to focus on me. <laughs> and so I got married two years ago and we really wanted to start a family. Um, and it's been two years and I've had four miscarriages uh, the first one was at 11 weeks, and that was super traumatic for me. Like, I, I bled for almost two to three months after. It was super painful, like, when I actually, like, processed it, like, out of me. Like, no one told me how it was going to be. But after that, and again, with all my tests, all the doctors, multiple multiple doctors I've been to, they're like, everything looks good. You might have some PCOS. But other than that, I just saw an IVF doctor uh, a couple weeks ago and he was like, no, you're like good to go. Just like keep trying. Could be bad luck. And so I'm like, well, okay, well, there has to be something else here. So I'm like, let me go the spiritual route, which always works for me. So um, I was listening to Manifestation Babe. Thanks, Deanna. And uh, in one of her podcasts, uh, she mentioned the book Spirit Babies. 
And so I'm like, I gotta buy this. Like, this is what I'm all about. So I started reading it and it just made so much freaking sense. So much sense. It's not on our timeline. And I'm actually really grateful for all the miscarriages that I've had as painful as they were and kind of still are because I still don't have a baby in my arms. Um, I know that it's out of my control. It's out of my hands. It's like on the baby's timeline and God's timeline. But I know that my baby is around at all times. I can uh, go straight into meditation and I can talk to my spirit baby and he's around. Deanna knows it's a he like he's around talking to me. He's like, I'm going to meet you soon, mom. But I know energetically I had to get to a certain point to let this baby in because that's a he's a powerful dude, powerful guy. But you go Western medicine and they're like, no, this is wrong. This is wrong, actually, or nothing's wrong. So just like keep going. Um, and it's really made me feel so much better going down the spiritual route and listening and talking to my guides and talking to my angels because they've been there for me this entire time and guiding me and telling me it's okay and it's going to happen and to just trust, trust God, trust the universe. But I had, I had to do the work. Like I had to level up. My energy had to be at a whole different level. And to let everyone know, and I wasn't going to tell anyone this, um, but I am, I'm pregnant and it's smiling happening. I literally don't want to scream into the microphone. I obviously I wasn't going to say anything, but like <laughs> I, I, it's just different this time. And I think that's why it you're is. saying it too, because we just know, um, like literally you text me and you're like, guess what? And I'm like, I don't want to say it, but I already know. Like I just... <laughs> <laughs> I literally just knew. And I don't want to forget yeah. this. So I, I want to dive back into it. But when we get to the retreat, I would love to bring up your experience and connecting with your spirit baby, because I know in my like heart of hearts that that was that final push to get you to leveling up your energy and healing yourself to be ready to bring your baby in. Um, so it's really, really cool. Um, before I move on, is there anything else you want to say about any of that? I certainly don't want to cut your story short by any. No, I was going to go straight into the retreat and talk about all that and how it's all connected to okay. so perfect. So first, <laughs> I want to rewind a little um, and just share like our story, um, how it all started and then how we got to the now because it's just, I mean... There's just so much. So initially how it all started was me and Brittany were new to this town. I mean, literally in bum F nowhere. And I was super pissed. I was so mad because we moved from like a really nice place in Ohio and I moved to like Cow Central. And I was freaking pissed <laughs> too. Cali. I came from California. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it smells like cow poop everywhere and our school is next to a cornfield like I'm this is real where life. are we and why is this happening <laughs> well thankfully it was already written in the stars because uh Brittany ended up being at the locker next to mine I hit her with my locker and introduced myself <laughs> and we have just you know it's just been written since then like it's we got what most inseparable in high school is one of our senior superlatives like we were just literally two peas in a pod and we still are. And it's really amazing. And 
before, I'm, there's like so, we could talk for ten hours, so I'm trying. I know to we like, really could. It's I'm trying hard to, like, to limit keep it. Us, like semi on track, um, but I do want to say before we get to the retreat um, that there was so much for. Well, first <laughs> we wanted to get out of Ellicottville so bad, so fast we couldn't <laughs> have left fast enough. Like guys, I couldn't paint a better picture. Like it's literally the middle of nowhere, cows there's not a lot great there's it's really tractors yeah like I we hung out with the hicks like just it was a totally different life so we couldn't wait to leave and I had no cell phone service I barely had neighbors I was miserable like I didn't want to be there (laughs) and now we are what we graduated in 2009 sorry to age ourselves but now here we are hosting this spiritual retreat and changing lives and being so excited to be there. And it just is mind blowing how full circle we have come from where it all started. Yeah. Yeah. We're going back to where it started. And that, I mean, it freaking blows my mind. We hated that place. But now we're like, oh, my God, this is the most grounding place. We can't get enough (laughs) of it. Yeah, it's so magical. We're talking to the trees and the land. And now we can't get enough of it. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And a couple things. Um, Surprise. This is like my total coming to bringing my true self out. I feel like I will no longer be holding anything back as far as my spiritual journey. I want to add a lot more of that into the podcast. Um, So for both of us, I feel like this is kind of like a big moment of just like, this is us, take us as we are. Um, And I mean, it's been kind of heading there anyhow, but there's just so much healing and growth in this for us. And we want to share it with other people. Uh, Again, before we talk about the retreat, but I would love to hear like how this kind of started for us. Um, Like I remember that text from you of, I just had the craziest experience and a lady was talking in tongues. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This was the start of it all. Uh Uh-huh. So that was like one of the events that I did that I'm like, holy cow, what just happened? But also, like, I feel amazing and the most grounded I've ever felt in my life. So there's something to this. But it kind of all started for me uh, when I was at Agoski one day. I had broken up with my boyfriend. I was, like, completely miserable. He broke my heart. My boss, Mita, who's amazing, and she's, like, been my mentor through all of this. And she is, like, alien or kind angel, like, a Palladian other powers. So she's, like, you really need to go see this person, they can help you. And, you know, I'll book it and I'll pay for it because you kind of need to do your job, but also like I care about you. And so um, it was like one of her energy people. And so uh, we went into like ancestral type stuff, like uh, things that my ancestors have been through that my body holds on to, uh, stuff that m- my body has held on to, like traumatic experiences in my lifetime, my parents' energies that are stuck in me, just like all these things bogging me down. And my body was like reliving a lot of those things in this relationship, mm-hmm. like just like those habits and those patterns. Like, who would have thunk? But yeah, it was like the same type of guy I've dated like my entire life. And she kind of called me out on it, but to hear it from like an energetic level. 
as well. It was super freaking interesting and just made sense. Like I've definitely done that stuff in past lives Mm -hmm. for sure. Like I know I was a shaman. Like I'm pretty sure I was a witch. I know that you were too um, as we're like starting to uncover some past life things. Um, And so I'm like, I need to try other things like that. I want to try other energy work. And so to talk about the one that you're talking about, how this girl was talking in tongues, it was actually a womb awakening event. And um, I went through the Almost 30 podcast, and which that's kind of how we got a little bit of the ideas about doing retreats yeah. as well, because Deanna's podcast, I'm like, oh, we got to do retreats to go with it. Um, and so I ended up going to this like one day womb awakening ceremony. And so we did chanting, we did dancing, but they went around to every single person and they, they spoke in tongues and I've never experienced anything like that. And they're like, you might hear a voice like in English and they're like talking to you. And so like, no joke, it was like, and I'm like, my eyes are closed and I wish I could look around like what the hell is going on. I was a little nervous to be honest. And I don't really get scared or nervous, but that like scared the crap out of me. (laughs) Yeah. But I will say I did hear a little grandmother voice say like, you're going to be okay. And that's like when I had just quit my job at Agoscu, I'm back again, but I like needed a little bit of break because I was going through burnout and I had like nerve pain radiating through my body and my periods were irregular. You know, I was just a mess at that point. So I'm like, I'll try whatever. And I did, I heard a little grandmother voice and that I think that was like my first experience actually hearing a spirit guide too. And I didn't know it at the time. Now I know because I can like tune in and talk to them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this stuff's real. Did you, and it's not talked sorry about. Sorry to cut you off. I was just curious because I don't remember. Did you like physically hear it or was it more of like that you just heard it in your head? I just heard it okay. in my head. Yeah. I physically heard the tongues, yeah. but I heard the grandmother voice in gotcha. my head. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I walked out of there that night, like I couldn't, my legs were like jello and my body was like, holy crap, like what just happened? But I also was super grounded and I felt like my feet were like stuck in the earth too. Like it, you, it's hard to imagine it being both things. And so that made me like want to do more of that. And so I started doing like energy work on myself. I'm going to call it Reiki. I don't really know because I'm still learning what my spiritual gifts are and like how I move around energy, but I'm pretty sure I can do it to myself. I don't know if I can do it to other people, but I'm hoping what comes of our retreats, like Deanna said, like we're learning and healing at our own retreats as well. And all these people that come like this past one we had in May, uh, we get to learn from everyone that comes because everyone comes with a story and different talents and experiences like it's it's just a really cool journey and experience to be able to you know share with everyone it really is and I feel like so I was in the shower just now thinking like how did this really start for me because like I genuinely can't remember how it started and it came to me and I remember 
Um, so I still do, but I was having really bad nightmares and a girl on my network marketing team reached out and she was like, Hey, I know you're talking about nightmares. I don't know if this like would remotely interest you, but I'm training how to do like energy healing with this lady and she could help. And I was like, sure, like I'm up for it. And I went there and I like to this day, I don't know what she does. Like I literally don't like, I don't (laughs) even know her name. I know that like I went to her business in a town, like an hour away. And she was just like, yeah, I'll help. And I'm like, cool. And I have no clue what she does like at all. But now that I've done it, I do know that she did do, um, energetic cord cutting. And that was one of the things she did because she physically walked around the table with scissors and was chopping the air. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like my eyes were closed and I'm like, what is going on? But when I got done, she was like, okay, this happened to you when you were two. This happened when you were six, nine, 12, what all the things. And I don't remember this stuff. And I was like two, obviously, but um, she was so spot on. Like she knew about just mm. like the sexual abuse and like all the different things. And I'm like, what the heck? So I just like fully broke down and she was just saying, you know, like God is always with you. And he, you know, you had to go through these things to learn these lessons and you're going to help people with it. And she's like, by the way, you are super powerful and you're just ignoring it. Mm. And I'm like, okay, crazy lady. Like, <laughs> cool. Um, but I left and I felt amazing. And then I like, it definitely did help with my nightmares and stuff. And she cut that energetic cord that I had with my abusive ex-fiance and that got rid of the nightmares for a long time until I was at another level. Cause I'm sure we've heard that saying like new levels bring new devils. I'm constantly mm-hmm. on a healing path. So I'm constantly dealing with working through different things. Um, But what really started it for me was when I got pregnant and Brittany told me about the lady that she went to, Roseanne, and her inner child healing. And I knew at this point just from researching, this is why I always say, guys, like some of this stuff is going to sound so batshit to y'all. Like I already know that. (laughs) But I just encourage you to... Um, like I always say, just do research because that's what I did. And I felt I did what felt right. And I found my own answers to things through experience. Um, And I just remember learning that we pass on our trauma to our children because we pass on our stuff. Like we for I think it's the last seven um, hundred years worth of ancestors. We're dealing with their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane. Yeah. So like when you think like you're going through it, you really are. Like things get tough mm-hmm. and heavy sometimes. You're not just dealing with your stuff. You're dealing with like a bunch of stuff. And I just remember thinking like it ends with me. I will not pass on all of my hurt and pain and trauma and issues to my son unnecessarily if I can help it. And I went to Roseanne and did an inner child healing and it was wild. It changed mm-hmm. my life. Um, I just remember too, it was like a couple days before my son was born. So it was like perfect time. She was like, oh, honey, your baby's coming. And I was like, no, I have like a month. And she's like, no, you don't like get pack your bag because he's on his way, <laughs> which essentially I was in active labor and like literally it was happening. <laughs> but it was just like she literally talks to like God's source and it, it comes through her and you visibly see it. And I was like, whoa. And it was just so powerful and healing, though. And it felt so of love and of light that I stopped being afraid to be open to that. 
And that was when everything changed for me. And I think we both really were just diving down deep in our healing journeys at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what really helped me even more was hearing your stories Mm -hmm. and what you were going through and all the work that you were doing and realizing And I'm like, it kind of like pushed me and I'm like, oh, I got to do more. I got to do more. I need to, I need to meditate. I need to do this. Like Dina's having such rad experiences. I want them too. (laughs) Which is funny because I feel like I was that way, but with you. And while a lot of our stuff is very similar, it's also very different. Like our, um, like what our strengths are and what we're able to do and channel. And um, just like, it's all very different. We all have the ability for these gifts. We all have, for the record, we all have that spiritual army that is there for us. We all have that backing behind us. And I have found just such a sense of peace in life in general and knowing that whatever happens to me, good or bad, there's a reason and I'm going to get through it. And it's all part of God's big plan, this grand design. And it gave me the ability to let go because I'm always wanting to be in control of knowing I'm not in control, but everything is happening for me, not to me. So I just like let go and, and just let it happen. And life changed at that point. Like success, abundance, relationships, friendships, um, attracting my tribe, new ideas, businesses exploding, businesses happening. All the things started happening when I let go and realized I am not in control and that I'm always divinely guided and that I can tap into that for assistance and healing and hope and love at any time that I need to. Yeah. Once you surrender Surrender. and accept Mm -hmm. all of that, it's like, bam, like, oh my God, like, I just, I asked for that. And I just got it. Like, what, what is happening? Like, everything's falling into place. It's like, we make it harder than it has to be, though. <laughs> like, life can be very easy. And I will say my life is a lot easier than it used to be because I just let go and I surrender. And now I accept, like, yeah, something shitty happens. Like, it had to happen. And like, what can I learn from this, you know, or am I not following or doing like what my guides and my angels and source wants me to do right now? Like, it's kind of like, it could be a wake up call too. It's exactly exactly what it is. And this came to me last night, Brittany. So I'm so glad that you just said that, (laughs) but I heard some actually, who am I kidding? From Catherine, duh. Um, it was in her latest <laughs> podcast, but her and her guests were talking about this. And they were talking about when you go through things in life, when they're hard and you you have these lessons to learn, it's kind of like God, source, universe puts a little pebble in your shoe and it's uncomfortable and you know it's there and you're either going to stop and address it and take the pebble out of your shoe or you're not going to and the the hints are going to get bigger every time to at some point if you don't listen that pebble is going to turn into a boulder and your life is going to get obliterated <laughs> like they're yeah. here to help you and it doesn't have to be as hard as we make it it doesn't have to and like you just said they're little wake up calls that we need to listen to and when we do life is a lot easier who doesn't mm-hmm. want easy and life? When, <laughs> I know, right? And when we don't listen, it's like, then they start to become big wake-up calls. Mm-hmm. Like, hello, my dad. Like, yeah. 
he wasn't living his best life and he was stubborn as hell and a control freak. And then bam, like he got the big wake up call. And now he's like a spiritual being that, you know, is healing himself. (laughs) I mean, literally my dad worked himself to death, to Mm -hmm. death. The guy had a severe heart condition and was awaiting heart, life-saving heart surgery and was still out on the land working and had a heart attack and or whatever happened. That's not, we don't even really know what happened, but I do know that it it had to happen that way. As unfortunate as it did, again, it's all part of God's plan. And it's been a huge part of my journey and healing and awakening. And I have a closer relationship with my dad now than I ever did. I talk to him every single day and not like in a, oh, dad, wish you were here. No, like literally I talk to my dad every day and he is the biggest spirit guide for me. Like he doesn't want me to, I'm on that same path. I work way too hard because I want, I want to make sure that my son never has to. And that's what my dad did. You know that. And I I am listening though. I am slowing it down. I am tailoring it back. And I also know that it's temporary because I'm not going to end up like him. I'm going to listen. I am listening to what I'm being told. And the sooner we all listen, the easier it gets. And you don't need to have a giant boulder. (laughs) Avoid the boulder. Yeah. Yeah, We (laughs) avoid the boulder. Well, we can, we can take lessons from, you know, our parents' difficulties in life or, you know, stuff that happens to them. And you like, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so my kids don't have to deal with that exactly. either. I think that's yours and I's like one of our biggest goals in life is to not pass this down to our kids. Because I know I've been saying this since I was a kid, like I was meant to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And I know why, like I want to create children that are going to make this world a better place. Like, and I believe that we can, we just have to be thoughtful about it. And we have to rewire those thoughts and those patterns that our parents, their parents, you know, all the way back 700 years ago, passed down to them. And that's why the world is messed up. Mm -hmm. So it's up to us and our children to change those. Absolutely. You couldn't have said that better. And it is possible and it is happening. I think sometimes it is portrayed to portrayed what well, things are bad for sure, but portrayed to us that there's more bad than good. And that is just not the case. Like we are on the up and up as far as that awareness and raising that vibration and the world's getting back in alignment with being a light again, being a, you know, where we can all coexist and we can all love and we can all have our place together versus all of this hate and anger and tearing each other down and power and greed. Um, It's changing. And we are a part of that. You and I are a part of that. And our Mm -hmm. children are going to be a part of that. Um, So that's a really powerful, beautiful gift. Yeah. And I would say another one of our goals is with the retreat and just that we want to raise everyone's vibration. We want to help heal the collective. And so we kind of were chosen to do our part with the retreats in that way um, for Western New York. And hopefully we'll be able to do travel retreats elsewhere. Um, But, 
you know, what if we heal just one person and that person heals one person, then it just continues on and on and on. It's like, it, it can't happen. Exactly. And there is one, I mean, everyone that came, we can shift into the retreat now. Every single yeah. person that came to that retreat was incredible, beautiful human beings, powerful in their own way, had their own story and healing to share. And they all left as different people, which was unbelievable to watch. But there was one girl, which I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. She was this super, was she 18 or 19? She was young, Nina. I think she, I'm missing 19. I think she just turned 19. And she is so wise beyond her years. She is an old soul. She is just coming into awareness of spirituality and her gifts. And I'm telling you, it was like a flash before my eyes. That girl is going to change the world. That mm-hmm. girl's life changed that weekend. And just to be even the slightest part of it, I don't have words for. Like we've been saying it. We need to make a post and talk about this retreat, but I yeah. don't have words yet. It was so no, powerful. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it was life changing. All I can say is like, it was beautiful, <laughs> but like in every single sense, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like just it, all the stuff. Like I just, if you could have been there, like if everyone could have been there to feel that electricity, that energy, that connection with everyone in the room. And we're all going through something similar. We want to better ourselves. We want to heal ourselves. We want to have self-love, take care of ourselves. It's like everyone was there for just that. Everyone had different things that they wanted to deal with, but we're all there for that same exact thing. And it just like, it was literally magic. Like all the stuff that happened, like I couldn't make it up. Like to see a baby bird take its first flight like right over us like like that doesn't happen rarely no and then it was downpouring during our sound bath which was just beautiful in itself to hear the raindrops in the background like I we didn't have to pay for a sound machine like that was real life and then all of a sudden it stopped at the sound after the sound bath and you look up and there's a beautiful full rainbow right over us and it was blue skies and sunny like that just doesn't happen. Like we were meant to be there. At that exact time. I mean, if you, so just like for Western New York, it is not, there's never normally like any warmth in this area until possibly Memorial weekend. And it's still super hit or miss. And it's normally just like pure rain at this point. That whole weekend, other than that moment during our sound bath, where like literally that's part of it is like she incorporates the different aspects of nature. So like there was literally a water portion as it's pouring rain surrounding us in the barn. We got like 80 degree weather that whole weekend. It wasn't, it's not supposed to be like that, but it was, and it was perfect. Like every single bit just was meant to be. 
And I would love if you would just share um, what you offered at the retreat and maybe like, I don't know if there's anyone's experience that was mentioned that comes up for you that you want to share or something like that. It's really fun for me. And I'd, I'd say for us, because we... I mean, this is our journey too at this retreat. So we get to see each other, you know, up leveling and like doing these things. Cause I am, you were super nervous to do that initially. Like we went back and forth a lot. Like, are we going to hire someone for this or are we going to, are you going to be able to facilitate it? And you did incredible. And to be able to see it. And I mean, everyone had such a profound experience. And that was my first time holding space for that many people. So that was like a crazy experience for us to go through together. And it was super successful. Mm -hmm. It was really, really awesome. It was. And same goes to you. Like, I luckily have worked with Deanna and she's done Reiki on me. And so like, I know how powerful she is when she does her energy work. Um, But to facilitate some of the things that you did and how it just like flowed so smoothly and the wording that you used, uh, I, you just, you did such a beautiful job. And I was like smiling and I'm like, doing it. like I was so excited. And I got to like take part in all in most yeah. of it too, that Deanna was teaching. And so I'm like, this is awesome. Like she can do it. It's really cool that like you to be on this journey with your best friend is like, there's no words for that. Like it, not mm-hmm. only are we doing business together, but we're healing together and growing as people. Like, it's really awesome. Um, I would love, so I did a couple of things. I did the energetic cord cutting. Um, I did Reiki during the sound bath, which for me, that was like, that was a game changer for me in my confidence in myself. That was that moment of knowing like, you are on the right path. You are doing the right thing. You are called for this. Like when we were doing the Reiki When I was doing the Reiki during the sound bath, every person as I was doing it over them, their body was reacting. And I was like, this is really happening. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is really happening. And I think for anyone, I guess, who doesn't know what um, energetic cord cutting is real quick, essentially every single interaction, every single relationship, physical, mental, like literally think of that, every sexual partner you have ever had ever, every like good or bad, um, just anything, any sort of like even a conversation with someone walking on the street, you get a energetic cord from that. So they're essentially tied to you. So we have these energies that are attached to us. And when something is really traumatic or really negative or really painful, um, it hooks really deep into us and that cord's bigger and thicker and they drain our energy from us. So this literally cuts that. And I did that extra heavy duty work to make sure it dissolved it for good. Because if it's really heavy, it can keep coming back. And that's what I did that initial time with my ex-fiance was like, I am done with any sort of like we are done. There is no, you can't steal my energy anymore. Your negativity is not going to touch me anymore. Your life is your life and my life is my life. And I want to make it very clear that when you're doing this, you're not forgetting the person. So if there's someone that you know, like for example, even my mom, I love her to absolute death, but her energy sometimes can be negative. So when I cut a cord, it's not like our relationship is gone. That's still a mental decision. Um, but 
the attachment of them stealing my energy isn't there. It's like just putting like a, like a safety net around you, essentially like not letting anyone else steal your energy and just healing all of that. Um, so these are just some of the things that we did at that retreat. And we're doing another one. We're doing another one. We decided um, August 26th to 28th. Uh, we're so excited. We're going to do a couple different things. Yeah, we absolutely cannot wait. We plan on doing these consistently now, but this will probably be our last one for this year. Aside from we did, we do want to start doing private ones as well. So whether a bachelorette or just like a girls weekend or anything like that, we are open to having private healings that we facilitate ourselves. Um, and then we will have our few a year that we do where we pull in all the different facilitators and do one giant grand healing weekend um, that will be ever growing. Like even this next one, we have so much planned that we, mm-hmm. now that we've done it and did it very successfully, um, we are like, all right, now how do we make it better? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like we keep saying, it's like we're ever changing and yeah. ever growing. And so like our retreats are going to be ever changing and growing and the people that we meet through it or just like on the side that want to help us or show that like show their gifts. Um, we want to continue creating different and bigger experiences yeah. for people. I would say this next one we're incorporating more play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this last one was like Very heavy, like a good depth. heavy. Very in depth. Like we just, it was a lot and it was exhausting. There was some beautiful, like just relaxing parts and you could connect with people or walk around the property, whatever you wanted to do. But also like we did a lot of work on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so this next one, I would say there's going to be more play and just lightness to it. Absolutely. And um, shoot, I don't want to lose what I was just going to say. Oh, just the the community that was like the relationships that were made that weekend are just, you can't put words on that either. Like every single person wants to return. Every single person has made lifelong friendships and relationships out of that weekend. And now we're even having several of the people who partook um, as guests are going to be doing something in the retreat this next time around. And that's just so aligned with what you just said of that, like ever growing and the new relationships and the people that we meet along the way. Like it's going to be something new and added every time incorporating new gifts, new, you know, just new stuff. So I'm really excited. I can't wait to see where this goes. Oh, I would love to share um, a couple things. After after we saw that rainbow, um, something came to me when I was talking to Jamie, when the, she was, uh, um, she facilitated the sound bath and I know her um, very deeply. And we were just kind of talking about the property, like it being my dad's property. And Britt and I have talked about this several times, how amazing it is to be putting this on, on something my dad built and something where both of us essentially grew up. Um, and I just remember something came to me and it keeps coming to me, this wording of build it and they will come. And my dad literally built it and now he passed it on and we are doing like we're doing this with it now. We're healing the world with it. We're healing these people with it because each one of these people go back into their communities and take this healing and this growth and change the world for for the better. 
And I do want to say too, like one thing I learned that weekend, I've, we've both done a lot of stuff. You've done more group things, I think. I've done some, but I've done a lot of healing on my own, but there's just something different about healing in a group. That energy of like all of us doing it collectively to heal the collective, it's just a whole different level. Like you can literally feel the energy in the air. And I just want to say that you are not meant to heal alone. That is one thing that I learned that that weekend. You are not meant to do this alone. So many of the guests kept saying like in the old days, it was like done as a community, like the community raised your children, like back even in like tribal times. And like there was one person um, that would, or there was several people who would raise all the kids. They kind of, everyone took care of each other's kids. It's the same thing with healing. We're meant to do it together, not alone. And I think that's what this, this retreat really does is you get to collectively do your healing in a safe, powerful environment. And I would say too, that's why we all have different gifts as well. It's like, that wouldn't work if we all could do the same thing, you know? Also, that would be kind of boring. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's really cool to meet people that have different gifts. And we want them to be able to share those as well. Like, we want them to be part of our now ever-growing community. And everyone can help everyone, you know? Absolutely. I'm... Is there anything else that you want to share, Britt? Is there anything that's coming to you? Oh, gosh. I feel like we've covered so much. I mean, you know, like we could probably do a whole nother one on like a whole bunch of other topics. Um, But I think that's kind of all I wanted to say was like about me and my journey, how I started, how we started, um, about the, the retreat and just how... We're so excited and just so thankful uh, and full of like love and gratitude that we were able to do that. And I'm, I'm grateful for your dad to have built that so we can share that with other people too. And so thank you for letting me be part of your journey. And I mean, we were kind of like forced together because of, you know, <laughs> whatever we need to do in this lifetime. Um, but I am, I'm just so grateful for you and all that you share with me and how open you are. And I just love you so much. Thank you. And I love you too. I wish I knew off the top of my head after you said that, like how many lives Roseanne has said that we've been in each other's lives. Like it goes way far back. Um, Oh yeah, I feel I feel like I tested that and I can't remember. It's definitely over 500. Yeah, like it's lifetimes. been it's been a long time. Um so yeah, it was already mm-hmm. predecided for us, but yeah, we, we got was. to choose that we wanted it to be that way. Um and yeah. I'm just so glad that we're using these unbelievable God-given gifts that we all have, but we're choosing to lean into them and have the courage to Um, be open and honest with ourselves and others to share that healing because that's what we're here for. And I'm so grateful for you. Um, There's never any judgment in our friendship ever. And um, we're never alone. No one's alone. I think I want to say that for everyone too, is like, just know you're not alone. And the sooner you are authentic with yourself, the sooner that you um, 
you know, do the things that you want to do that are scary, but they're on your heart. They're on your heart for a reason. You're going to find your tribe. And Brit knows like that has been a word that keeps coming up for me is find your tribe. And you begin to attract um, that those like-minded people. So whatever you're going through, whether it's your, you know, your religious journey, your spiritual journey, your anything, if it's on your heart, if you're going through it is for a reason, you are not alone. And as soon as you are authentic and open and honest with it, you will find your people. You are never alone. Um, Mm -hmm. and if you feel, um, please reach out to us too. Like we truly want, even if we may not know you, like we want to be there for you. Like we love everyone. We want to help everyone. So if you do feel that, like, please reach out to us. Like we're here. Cause we've felt alone. We know what that feels like. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. have, it doesn't have to be that way. So, um, Mm -hmm. on that note, I love you. Thank you for coming on. That was amazing. Also, I feel like we're definitely going to do one at another point. Like I, we covered so much, but also I feel like it was the tip Mm -hmm. of the iceberg. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, But thank you for coming on. And I'm so grateful for you. I cannot wait for our next retreat. And I'm so excited for you and your little spirit babe coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, So much good stuff on the horizon. So I love you and thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, Fit Deanna Lolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is DeannaMerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be because the world is waiting for your gifts and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, let's get empowered.